News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. With just a few words, we're perceived as being either posh or common, classy or cheap. Having a so-called wrong accent can be bad for your health, especially when it comes to climbing the slippery career ladder. So wrote John Daly in the Irish Independent. Dr. Stephen Lucek is Assistant Professor in Linguistics in UCD. Is it fair to say that people judge you just by the words that fall out of your mouth, Stephen? Hi, thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's plenty of evidence uh, in linguistic uh, research uh, that says that people have very strong opinions about uh, their attitudes to specific styles of speech, about their attitudes to specific accents. Uh, We commonly see these uh, polls that say there's a a world's sexiest accent, right? Um, And so it might be Northern Ireland, it might be um, Republic of Ireland, it might be Australian. But then you see all the time in the press uh, people get upset about someone using the quote-unquote wrong accent. And that can sometimes be something that's considered a quote-unquote sexy accent. Like Margot Robbie right now is going getting some uh, opprobrium online because she's speaking with her Australian accent doing press for Barbie. I mean, this is bonkers stuff, but it happens all the time. Uh, and there is a, you know, a, a, a nastier edge to it, too, when it comes to uh, housing and the job market. So uh, who decides what is the posh accent? I mean, because and, and, accents have changed over time. There is a traditional staunch uh, posh English accent, but we, we would not necessarily have had it in this country. Not necessarily, no, but um, these are things that are sort of decided uh, at a local level. Uh, so when you even look at something like, and this is a, you know, a fairly technical term, but I think it's approachable for most people, the, the idea of a standard language, a standard variety of a language, uh, usually comes through what's used by uh, people who are considered to be prestigious in that area. So it could be the language of broadcasting, no offense. Uh, it could <laughs> be the language that's used in uh, uh, politics. Uh, however, you see all the time in Ireland, we kind of put that on its ear. Uh, Matty McGrath was just getting a hard time when he was asking certain um, uh, television executives who they're loyal to. And I thought that he was saying lying, but that's just a, a misunderstanding of his uh, uh, particular accent. Are so we less prone to it? In the, are we less prone to it in this country, Stephen? Because there are very few spaces in the world where the accent will change as quickly as it does here. Uh, but the one that fascinates me consistently is the difference in the accent in Dundalk versus the accent in Drogheda, which is just what not even ten minutes up the road on the motorway. Uh, but they they speak distinctly differently. Um, are, are we a little more immune to it in this country and and, and embrace accents a little more? I would love to think that was the case. Um, however, having carried out research with teenagers in Dublin secondary schools, I can tell you that transition year students who are you know, 15, 16 years old know that when they go in for a job interview, whether it's on the phone or in person, that they have to change the way they speak. Now, not every student has to do that. Not every child has to do that because we're really talking about as children here. Not everyone has to do that. Uh, and that's because there is at that age even, and understanding that there is a right accent and a wrong accent. And if you come from a low socioeconomic background, oftentimes you're fed this steady stream that what you do with language is wrong, and it's not prestigious, and it's not going to get you a good job in the future. It's in media as well. It's on television. Who, uh, who sounds like you on TV? This is what I ask teenagers all the time. And the kids from nice backgrounds say, 
oh, well, you know, a lawyer or a banker or, you know, some sports stars or um, even sometimes uh, an American or, or an English person who's from a, a very nice background. Yeah. Um, when I ask kids from low socioeconomic areas, I say, well, if I hear myself on television, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a criminal, I'm, I'm a layabout, I'm doing nothing. So these things are reinforced through media, unfortunately. Uh, and it's something that we need to, I think, have a broader conversation about in this country, especially as we're talking about adding uh, a tenth area of uh, protection and equality legislation for socioeconomic class. Mm. I mean, it, it's the same in Cork, it's the same in certain parts of Limerick, it's the same in Dublin, that there is a perception that, that and, and the language that would be used by those in power would be uh, the rougher, that, that that accent would be a bit rougher, whereas in reality, it's just how somebody speaks, it's how they were brought up, and we shouldn't be judging them for it. Absolutely, Jonathan. I could agree more. Yeah. OK, we'll leave it there for now. Dr. Stephen Luchek, Assistant Professor in Linguistics at University College Dublin. Thanks very much for joining us. Accents are just such a strange thing here, aren't they? Yeah, but we like tolerate yours, I think, quite reasonably. <laughs> no? Up in, up in Dublin. We don't mind, I, I, we don't up, mind up, up the Dublin. token yeah. Corkisms. Yeah. Just don't make me angry because I get very Cork <laughs> that way. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.